Friends, haters, cultivators. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recess. This is the official podcast of the ice cream sales vehicle and web serial novel Grand Funk of Demonic Railroad. Uh, yeah. I'm Roy, a.k.a. Epic Divorce Uncle. <laughs> uh, I'm Fallon, a.k.a. John Winnin. Because no! he definitely uh, bested Wayne Sean in this episode. In- For for once, in some for way. Once. <laughs> we got us something special today, fam. We do. We got us a pair of guest cultivation partners. We have some friends. It's good. Which y'all wants to say who you is first? Uh, yeah, hi, um, I, I'm Sarah, uh, also known as Jijiggity Jack Romance Before You Neck Romance. Oh my god! Oh! Absolutely. Yes, I think so. That's a banger. Hell yes. And? I'm Scout. I've never been on a podcast who does nicknames before and given the opportunity to do a nickname. So I'm not, I don't have one. So like, here's a concept. Okay. What if uh, Jin Liang Hanzo Shimada mentorship AU? What about that? Okay. Consider I think it's it. a thing. That's I definitely want it. a concept to introduce yourself with. That, t- that says a lot about young Scout, I think. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's good to me. It it's is good to me. Very good. To it's me. good. I'm glad you guys could come. Thank you. And it's good to be back. We were off for a week because Felon, you went to the state of California. Yeah, I was California knows how to party. Anyway, uh, y'all are here because I wouldn't shut up about this series, right? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty I mean, much. like I was gonna say that, like, you asked me to be on this podcast about three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, since then, I've watched, you know, I've watched the Donghua twice, read the entirety of the novel, uh, and also re-listened to all the podcast episodes that I first listened to when I didn't know who all the characters were, now that I do know who all the characters were, and I am fucking ready to... Hell yes. I am so excited to hear that. <laughs> That's the shit I do like. I'm so excited to hear that. I remember, like, five months ago, Roy DM'd me on Twitter and she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> look at this! And it was art of um, Wei Wishan and, um, and Lanjan. And, and she was like, isn't this Alton and Vesper? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and at the time, Roy didn't know what it was. Yeah. I she should said, yeah, I told the um, origin <laughs> story getting into this series. I fucking believe the origin story of this is... <laughs> The most Roy thing I ever heard in my entire oh my life. God, I swear to God. <laughs> Please share it with the class. Oh my God. So yeah. So for the listening public, what had happened was I was on Pinterest one mm-hmm. day doing the Pinterest thing that I do because I'm 30 years old. Um, <laughs> and I have, you know, Pinterest boards set up for all the uh, characters in the D&D game that I DM. And I, you know, I save images and, you know, sometimes things will come up and I'm like, oh, this character looks like so-and-so. So I had, I kept seeing these, you know, this art of these two dudes. And one of them was this messy boy wearing red and black. And the other one was this nice, handsome boy with long, straight hair in, you know, white and blue. And I kind of thought, now these guys look exactly the hell like the two characters, one of the player characters, Alton Del Armo, and the NPC that I play Vesper Silverpool, who they are in a strange kind of relationship, but I kept seeing art of these two dudes, and I was like, Sorry, Bradshaw voice. I started to wonder. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, 
they were like, you know, somebody's OCs, but then I was like, okay, I'm seeing this too much. So I reverse image searched it and I was like, oh, this is an actual thing. And then I found out that it's canon gay. And I was like, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? And then I just kind of got more interested and then I consumed the media and now I'm doing a podcast about it. And that's the Roy origin story <laughs> to me. It's I, real. I liked it. I like to see it. You gotta love it. I started consuming it because Roy could not stop talking about it. I couldn't. <laughs> I was having a hard time. I still can't. But I mean, anyway. I'm not gonna lie. Like the last kind of you, you asked me to be on three weeks ago, and I hadn't been listening to the podcast for about a month. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I listened to the first episode and was, was listening from the very beginning. And um, it kind of made everything very clear because for the kind of <laughs> month or so before then, I was like, the fuck is Roy talking about on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And now I know. Now you know. And yep. you know, something that's kind of off the wall is that I've noticed that on a wide spread scale in the past couple of months like it's become a lot more accessible to people outside of china and now like i see it from people like i didn't even expect and i didn't follow Uh, because of it many overwatches yeah and they're posting stuff about it i'm like oh shit here it is it's great i'm so excited big fan of it i've been telling my like real life friends and flatmates (laughs) like i've just been telling my friends like hey you want to check out this gay chinese necromancy novel I told a whole bunch of, like, the younger people at work because I work at a company that's mostly run um, and staffed by people who, like, are Taiwanese and Chinese um, and stuff, and they all watch, like, different things from China and Taiwan. And I was like, y'all, what if we all, like, watch this together? Um, You know, very normal. Like a watch party. Regular. For a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I love that concept. Of that. I do love a that. I love to see a that. I wait for the best season of a show to come out in 2019 of any show ever that's good, actually. Yeah. Oh my god, me. They better not cut some of this shit. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Y'all want to talk about the episode? I was going to yeah. say, why don't we talk about the episode? Uh, episode 6, Returning Home. Not to be 8th grade classroom, but kind of some big themes in this one, huh? Yeah, pretty big themes. themes. Uh, with yeah. a Z at the end. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you know, really, I feel like the theme of these episodes of this episode is so. Who's your crush? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> the theme is like, like. Let's get together, have a big sleepover, and be like, mm, "Who'd you fancy?" <laughs> <laughs> Everybody passing around the little uh, "Do you like me?" check yes or no notes. Yeah, yeah. and small miracles. I, I opened up the file. And VLC said that it was back up to like 24 and a half minutes. And I was like, okay, good. I'll take this mm-hmm. small miracle. <laughs> but good. also like, this is the type of episode that's like 99% people talking and having interpersonal drama. So of course it's yeah. like an hour and a half to take notes on it. Oh my God. There were like uh, maybe five characters in the episode total. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, pretty densely packed. Yeah. It's just like, that's how it is, though. Like, the dialogue, every all the drama plays out in the dialogue, so you kind of have to... I might, I sh- should have just... It's like a funny Game of Thrones. Like a funny yeah. Game of Thrones. It's kind of prestige television. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prestige television. Prestige web animation. <laughs> OPA. Original prestige web animation. OPA. <laughs> <laughs> OPA. OPA. OPA yeah. prestige television style? Um. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, 
Well, that's your problem. How does this episode start? Uh, uh, Lan lesson time. Oh, yeah. Lan Chiran giving a, a uh, lecture. Yeah, they're in He's like... saying, y'all heard of themes? This is the end of the episode. Remember yeah. when the lawn leader married his uh, wife or husband? And also they were a cultivator? But then he was really sad when they died? Yeah. Yeah. I just I love the origin of Lawn On, which is the name of their the name of their uh founder sex founder. Because like with how uptight and stuffy the Lawn clan appears to be, you would expect their founder to have been like some like ball cell absolute purity icon. I mean, especially considering he was like a monk. And, yeah, yeah, but their lore is actually romantic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out like, the founder of your clan fucked. Yeah, he loves to fuck and kiss. Yeah, That's and the like the thing about it is Lan Wangji was right and good to be passionate about a human dumpster fire. There you go. Ah. Runs in the family. Do you always marry your cultivation partner person? Basically. Cool. Your cultivation partner is like you're the person you're with forever. Yeah, it's the equivalent of being married, I'm yeah. pretty sure. By asking me and Scott to be on as cultivation partners, you effectively married us. Yeah. That's yeah. the yeah, the rumor come out. I mean, that's my ulterior motive. <laughs> you, 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 what you're saying, Roy, is you arranged a marriage between us. I may I have. Accept. Uh huh. I also I accept. This <laughs> one time, I worked out. <laughs> or um, you could be, you know, quote unquote, totally heterosexual, basically cultivation partners, like two other characters later on in the novel. Yeah, they're like it's not, it's not explicitly said that they're cultivation partners, but it's. Pretty clear that that's what they are. Yeah. But, you know, apparently, quote-unquote, everyone in this novel, aside from LWJ and WWX, are straight, so whatever. That's death, true! Death of the author. Not true! I call that death <laughs> of the author. It is death of the author. I'm taking over. I look directly at MXTX and say death of the you, and my eyes glow. Ow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, my one. I'm not- Oh, my one. <laughs> In this scene, right, I took a note, and this is my first costume question. Okay. Oh, shit, I can't answer this. Yeah, you know. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, So everybody wears similar kind of outfits, right? Everybody kind of got a robe going on, and it's kind of like a crossbody robe with an opening in the middle uh, with a tie, Mm -hmm. uh, long sleeves. But the Jin sect has... A very different costume. Yeah, they've got Okay, I lied. I can't answer this. Go for it. Yeah, what's that about? Okay, no, 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 but like, I actually, um, earlier this week, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be on the the Claude Recess podcast, uh, and I'm probably, like, we're probably gonna talk about costumes, so I, like, went to the library and looked at, like, book on historical Chinese costume. Damn, extreme research. And then, like, I, I looked at the stuff that was, I mean, like, I have access to a library. It's free. Libra- libraries are good, actually. They are good. Extremely. And I'll I looked say. at the book, and, you know, I look at the costume in the in the anime, and I look at the book, and I'm like, this ain't it, chief. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, though. But what it is, is it's very similar to, like, all the because I follow a lot of costume blogs on Tumblr and I follow a few that are dedicated to Hanfu and Chinese costume and all the kind of the the modern Hanfu stuff is pretty much this. Like you see it later on in this episode where um, what's her face? Shuji has like that dress that like starts from above the bust. Um, yeah. 
lifestyle. So um, basically what this is, is kind of, it's just Vampire Times clothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, it's the medieval clothing in the way that Game of Thrones is dressed in medieval clothing in that yeah. it's not. It's not, very much, okay. yeah. But I guess it's, it's case, cool. Yeah. I gotta say, the Jinsex costume is my favorite costume, and that's not because I'm biased. That's because <laughs> I think it's really interesting to look at because everybody, I mean, like everybody else has got their stuff going on. Yeah. You know, I really like, I wish I knew these terms. I really should have looked up these terms. I'm feeling embarrassed right now. That's um, right. Don't, I don't know anything, so... Me neither. Yeah. I don't know jack shit, and I never have. I don't know a fucking thing, my guy. I have an MFN costume, and I can't answer this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the piece that uh, Jiang Cheng wears that's, like, tie in the middle, and then he's got two straps that go over his shoulders. And I noticed that motif in a lot of people's clothes. I really like that. Yeah, Wei Wu Shan has that kind of. He has that too. While yeah, he's still training in Yusu One. They got the very flowy ones. Yeah, I like the I like the shoulder straps. I don't know how they work. <laughs> um, I think I think the way that I imagine it going is that you put it on like there's some sort of like opening in the back, right? Like the mm-hmm. the straps go over your shoulders, and then the middle part opens up in the back and then you tie it with another ribbon. That's how I imagine it working. I think you buckle it like a seatbelt. Christ! <laughs> in a, like, garter belt. We love that. <laughs> and I love... And like, suspenders. <laughs> buckle up, lads. We're going for a wild ride. <laughs> I mean, you gotta keep it on while you're riding on your sword. Somehow, so, yeah. you know? It's true. It's safety. I really like, um, I love Lan Wan Ji's stacks on stacks on stacks robe look. It's so good. Oh, yeah, it's for chastity. It's like <laughs> a version of a chastity belt. Yeah, because we mentioned, like, the ginseng robes, and, like, I said history and itchy. It is itchy with the ginseng. Like, the what they wear is the closest to, like, historical Chinese court wear in, in like, I think Qing Dynasty. Okay. Um, which is like 1600s afterwards. So that's kind of like their costume is interesting to me because it is like not historical, but kind of like the closest to historical. Okay. But yeah, it's cool. It's good. All I know is that my stupid ass, I just like the cute little pointy shoulder pads that the Yay has. Oh, yes. (laughs) God. It's just like that. I love them. Anyway, episode. I just want to say that Lan Chi Ren's voice is perfect for a teacher because it's like just on the droning side of soothing. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the ASMR I need. Like Lon Chi Ren bores you to death 1080p. Uh. <laughs> 16 hours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's just going on. <laughs> ASMR really, Lon Chi yeah. Ren reads every single rule of the Gusu sect. Sounds yes. He's gonna get real close to the microphone though. Like uh Oh my god. Alcohol is forbidden in the Clyde recesses. <laughs> <laughs> like, super doesn't. What's the word I'm looking at? Not regulate, but whatever. Um, what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I got, listen, my brain is like soupy right now because oh, no. I, just before recording this, this is for everybody listening, I had to go up to first target. Because the app didn't tell me that they don't have splitters actually in the store. Oh, God. Headphone splitters. It just said that, hey, we have them, but apparently they're only available online. Oh. And it's rush hour right now, so I had to go down to the middle of the damn city to do that. 
And then I had to go to Best Buy to actually get it. And then I came home and the whole trip, which should have taken me maybe 20 minutes, took like almost an hour. And just before that, I played a game of D&D where I DM'd. So I kind of had like just enough brain power to not get killed behind the wheel and like set my phone to play Ocean Man on repeat. So Poor like, oh, that's kind of where my brain is right now. <laughs> so y'all, y'all are free to take the reins. I'm gonna step in with a joke yeah. every now and then. <laughs> but that's why yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, there's four of us today, so you know there's the power power lies in numbers or what the uh, hell. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been trained in the arts of recap podcast. Yes, <laughs> you get some experience. I have. I went through a training montage uh, to the New Year tune. Yeah, yeah. That during during like Lanchi Ren's cool lecture, like. Uh, things come on to the topic of romance and all the kids basically start talking about their ideal romances. Yeah, because they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're like, they talk about Lan An's, like, cultivation partner and how he basically fucked off to go be a sad boy after uh, his partner died. Yeah. And, yeah, which is a mood. Yeah, and then the kids, you know, listening, or they start being like, oh, I wonder if Lan An's partner was hot. Yeah. Yeah, so then they start talking about, like, the current hot ladies of the world. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, Gen Z Schwan, what do you think? Yeah. And Gen Z Schwan... Even though we've never seen a hot lady before. It, <laughs> he's You're just, not allowed. This guy, is, he's too emo about his forced marriage to provide an opinion at first, which I guess is kind of fair. He just leaves. He just leaves. He turns around like, hmm. Yeah. He just leaves. I have some questions about this man later. Okay. I mean, we can address them now if you want. Oh, we have to wait. We have okay. to wait. I mean, okay. okay. All right. Yeah, he, he hates to be in arranged marriage. Yeah, yeah. He and like they're it. like, oh, well, uh, I bet he's just satisfied with his fiance. Who is it? And they're like, oh, it's that, like, mediocre John Yanli. And of I course, maybe in earshot. Yeah. Oh, wait. We can talk about this now. Sorry. All right. Borg of the week. Is this <laughs> my little baby man, Jin Liang's mom and dad? Absolutely. It is. The the answer the answer is yes. I think we yes. I think I answered when the when we saw him the first time. Yes. Because I like that. Yeah, we, we went over it, so it's not a yeah. spoiler. And yeah. I'm really happy about it and I love that. Me, yeah. I like it. It's, it's 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 fun to see how their relationship plays out. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's very I don't know. It's kind of treated a little bit unconventionally for the kind of situation that it is. Yeah, and I think that especially Yamli's reaction to it is treated with a little bit more nuance, respect to just like existing as a female character than yeah. it is a lot of the time. Huh? But, um, uh-huh. Well. I mean, you know, just like I don't know. We'll get to it later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but here's a hot tip. Um, maybe don't shit talk your fiance when your brothers are around. Here, yeah, uh, it doesn't end well, no matter how handsome you are. Yeah, yeah. we were so, just like, come on, dude, what's so bad about my CGI? He's like, and and Jin Z Schwan is like, what is there to be satisfied about your CGI? Like. Yeah. Bro, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I know he proved himself a comrade in, like, a couple episodes ago, but, bruh, he That's hasn't learned- disrespectful. He hasn't learned that all women are queens. They are. Uh, yeah. Not drinking the juice yet. No, not yeah. yet. 
Yeah, he doesn't have access to that yet. And so, you know, Wayne Sean gets justifiably pretty pissed off. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, he goes up and they do, like, a cowboy stare down. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even, or no, he at first, he's, uh, Jin Sichuan is like, Oh, if you, well, if you think she's so great, why don't you marry her? Why don't you ask her dad if you can marry her? Her dad treats you better than he does his own son anyway. Yeah, like, he really snipes at the wrong bitch. Because <laughs> Wei Wuxian, he's not the one for that. You and Wei Wuxian ends up, you know, sucker punching him. Yeah, he doesn't even say anything. He just wails yeah. on him. Yeah, he grips like, I him feel by like that cute little I... shirt. And... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> like, I feel like Wei Wuxian, like, didn't even, like, consider what, like, he just before he knew it, had already punched what's his face, Jin Zishuan, like, in the face directly. Just mm-hmm. his body oh, yeah. and fist moved. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even and think it's, about it's good it. To- he was just yeah. like, oh, this bitch is gone. Yeah, he said the wrong thing. He's done. So, so and that in the cloud recesses is basically akin to committing murder. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, that, and that's that scene. Yeah, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah. they're brawling, they're fight, brawling. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they fight off screen because yeah, we yeah. just get some like vague shots of like, ooh, cloud recesses. Oh, did you hear those yeah. guys are fighting? Yeah, oh yeah. man, I took a note about that. I think that the cloud recesses, when they show the pictures of like the wide shot of the cloud recesses with the mountain and it's mm-hmm. like trees, 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 big mountain. It looks like Pandora, the world of Avatar, Disney's Animal Kingdom. It totally I'm does. showing this picture right here <laughs> in the chat. It looks like a Roger Dean painting. It looks. <laughs> it does. Roger Dean's cloud recesses. Extremely. <sighs> that's that's. No, I'm just thinking about how Roger Dean got me into yes, which got me into knowing Roy, which got me into all this shit. <laughs> Thanks, no, Roger Dean. Deep it all comes full circle. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. yeah. Everything comes back. Circle of yes. <laughs> Sorry, Kaya. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that scene. And then, so the next thing we see is, like, we were shown all beat up in the, like, I guess, like, the punishment courtyard. Is he beat up? Yeah, he's super. Because yeah, he's I yeah. thought like, he was just dirty because he's playing in the dirt with some ants. Yeah, he's just poking, he's like poking at an anthill and just being kind of, yeah. I texted this to Roy last night, but I love that Wei Wuxian's literal hobby is picking flowers. Isn't he yeah. good? That's very good. But yeah, he's sitting there poking at an anthill and being dirty, and then Lan Wangji walks by, and Wei Wuxian's like, oh, what the fuck is up, gamer? I haven't seen you in ages. I thought you were mad at me. Yeah, and he makes, like, cute face at him. First he makes Guilty Boy Face. Yeah. Which, tell them about Guilty Boy Face. Okay, so Guilty Boy <laughs> Face is a concept that was originated by one of our cats. Yeah. And whenever he does something <laughs> that he's not supposed to be doing, or he eats something that he's not supposed to be eating, and I catch him and I'm like, what are you doing? He looks up at me with this face that's like, oh, I know I probably shouldn't have been doing that. Huh? Yeah. He, he'll look directly at you and then kind of glance off to the side and look back. Yeah. And it's Guilty Boy face. But yeah, he makes Guilty Boy face and then he makes cute face and then Lan Wangji leaves. He makes this like smile at him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's his cute face. I want to show you, it reminded me of Sora Kingdom Hearts uh, in this moment. <laughs> uh, sending it. He said- <laughs> Because of the way that his mouth is shaped. God. It's an audio medium. But it's this moment in the first game when he goes like this. And uh, it's scary. 
I'm like looking it. desperately for the face app logo, and the fact that I'm not finding it makes me want to kill something. <laughs> I really regret clicking into the chat and looking at this image because I I'm so uncomfortable. Why? Never Skype, let me on why? the podcast ever again. Don't ever let me do it again. Oh God. I wish. Oh God! I need to figure out how to put for work Sasuke in here because. I need to get I need to get this out of here. Hold on. Put I'm a bunch of huge emojis. <laughs> oh, like so yeah, the little smile that he does um when he sees it, and it's just it's just the way that you know he's grubbing in the dirt and then looks up and sees the cleanest boy ever. Yeah. Just watching him. And then his immediate reaction is to suddenly try and pretend that he wasn't just rolling around in the dirt plan yeah. with ants. He sees this Mr. Oh, clean magic him. eraser in front of him. <laughs> Oh my god, and like, one one dude just huffs at him he and literally. tosses his robe yeah. as he saunters away. Like, I imagine him turning the corner and then like collapsing against the wall and having a silent crush-induced heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> just, I can't believe I would fall madly in love with someone who just rolls around in the dirt like that. Uh, Extremely! <laughs> <laughs> who in their right mind? Jesus. Who in man. their right mind? Who in their wrong mind? Hi. And like John Chang and Oh yeah, uh, he's there all of a sudden. Yeah, he's all there. And Wei Wushan is like, I wonder how big handsome Dish wants face is doing. Yeah, he's like, hope his face. Up his face. Uh, I hope he cries. <laughs> like, he pats his face when he said that the dumb of ass baby boy. Extremely dumb. I just ass. love that they give him all of these like mannerisms. It's so good. He's very cute. Yeah. And yeah. everything he does. So yeah. So then they look over and there's Hey, there's there's a new dude, and he's like, and we immediately know where he gets it from. You know, Daddy's here. Dad's it's here. Spicy big dad. Yeah, John Kangyo. He's talking to Wanchiren, and Wei Wushan is like, "Oh, what's what's Uncle John doing here? Is is is? I wonder if Shiji is here too." Like, oh, <laughs> just like it's like historically, one knows their shit is fucked when their parent has to show up to school and talk to the principal. Yeah. But Wei Wushan is just like, "Oh man, must be enough." It must be a family visit. That's nice. And, it's back to school night. <laughs> yeah. And John Chang is just wondering which god cursed him to have to walk the earth oh, at yeah. the same time as this fucking guy. Fucking, when he says, like, I don't know what it was about this scene, but John Chang in this scene, in this scene like, he sounds like friend of the show Sam Canning. Oh, oh my, my god, god. yeah! <laughs> Like, am I right? You are. Exactly like Sam Canning. It's, and that's that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, fan cast. Like, fan dub cast. So, and then eventually, John Fangyun comes up to them. His, just, his calm little theme that plays when he... I know, it's so wonderful. He's like, imagine being this chill about having to pick your kid up from being expelled. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> He's We're like, let's going go home. He's just so. Let's go. He's he's just such a dream guy. He daddy. is like that's the thing. All of the like old dudes in this series, except for like Chiren, and only because he has that nasty ass goatee. All hey, of them are, like hey, kind of hot. Hey. What? Lan Chiren's goatee is good, and I will fight for it. Um, you can have it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that you can have it. We don't need to do any fighting tonight. There was That's a sec leader me. dating simulator. You know, I'd go for Lanchi Ren's little goatee. I'm into it. I do have Renpy on this computer. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah, he comes, so, so, so he comes over and he says, all right, let's go home. And 
Then you then there's like a close up on Jean-Jean's sad boy face because like I love I love the Phantom's gonna kick me out for this because I have some spicy takes. But as always, Whew. as I like to say, I'm the one with the correct takes, fan. So take it yeah. up with God. Um, yeah, I love Jean Fenian. I am going to blame him for the majority of this family's problems. <laughs> yeah, like I'll get to the specifics of it in like a couple scenes for now because I think that's going to be a better jumping off point. But for now, I do love him. He is very handsome. I would like him to be my friend's dad, not my dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going home. Yeah, we're, we're going, going home. home. And, uh, We're going to the Lotus you know, bad CGI moment of the episode comes in with him goddamn Lotus leaves. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so we look at the, we get to see the Lotus Pier, which is the John's house. And it's this big, beautiful building that's built right on the edge of this, you know, gigantic, I think it's like a lake, yeah, Wheeling Lake. something like that, yeah. No, that's, Wheeling Lake is, this is a it's different, another lake, but yeah. it's the, it's the Yunmeng city. Yeah. Is it Yunmeng Lake? I don't know. I have no oh, idea. it might be. I, maybe I'm. I'm not good with the yeah. geo- geography. I think it has a name, but I don't remember it. Yeah, they don't say it, so it doesn't matter. And then, but yeah, we get to see my the, baby. Absolute hey, my baby. hey, 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 uh, hey, yes, a girl. She, yeah, girl? I, I will, I'm just very glad to see a girl. A it's girl? Not, like, girl? like she's a queen too. She is a queen. Like there yeah, are so few important female characters in MDZS, but they're all so fucking good. It's true. She's literally the best. Yeah, she she is, is, she's she's baby. So good. She is so she's got her little purple dress on, her little braided pigtail buns. She's so cute. She's got these humongous eyes. Her robe is <sighs> ombre. She's so gorgeous and sweet, and she's there to greet Wei Wu Shan and Zhang Fengmian as they come in to the dock, and it's so good, and she's so excited, and Wei Wu Shan is so excited to see her. He, like, sees her from, like, 500 feet away, he's like, Shijin! Like, oh, he's so excited to see her, and it's so pure to watch. It's so good! And he brings her some he large gold pills. so much! Yeah! Yeah! And she's like, like, why are you back? You were supposed to be there for a year. And he's like, because I think it's probably easier not to be like, yeah, I punched your fiance, got my dumb ass expelled. There um, you go. Yeah, not going to bring that up yet. That's just kind of, you know, but she's so Yeah, cute. and like, so we, we get the first, like, mentions of this, like, Lotus in a pork rib soup that Wei Wushan is absolutely yeah. obsessed with. And, like, mm-hmm. they start talking about, um like, how spicy she's going to make it. And I just want to mm-hmm. say that, like, my fucking, honestly, one, possibly my favorite character trait of Wei Wushan is that he loves spicy food. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. Spicy boy! He's just the spiciest boy. <laughs> right! Your shirt today. Oh my god, I'm actually wearing a shirt with a um pug on it and it says they call me spicy boy. <laughs> and so that's that's my mood. But anyway. anyway, uh so his his pure wonderful love for his sister is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and it makes me so emotional. He's such a good boy. He's a good boy. Doesn't he jump like 20 feet off the boat to go up yeah. to it too. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah. Like, teleport. He just yeets himself towards his shijie. And it's good. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah we, should, we should mention this is Zhang Yanli. She is Zhang Chen's sister. Yeah. Lomping is forbidden in the cloud recesses, but it's not forbidden here. 
That's no, true. there you go. No, no one's rules. just right. We're in you. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, where's where's Madam Yu, which yeah. is their mom. Yeah. Yeah, and, can, yeah, dad comes up and he's like, yeah, where's your mom at? And she's she's on the training field doing, like, actual sec leader shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's his job. This scene <laughs> is, like, so intense and ominous. Yeah. And I awful. Like, love, oh my god. I love her fidget yeah. spinner ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she's up there sitting on, like, a throne yelling at some young sect children and just reading them for filth and, like, subtly hating on Wei Wuxian in the process. Yeah. And, like, here's something that I need to say. Is it about her purple lipstick? Because it's so good. You see one. Choice. She is. Let me tell you which bitch she is. She is that one. Yeah. <laughs> she is that bitch. It's she true. is that bitch. You know immediately when the scene cuts to her who's actually in charge yeah. of the John Sect, okay? You know exactly who's in charge of the John Sect and it sure as hell ain't John Fung Mion. Oh, yeah, no. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. She got the dip I robes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Done up to the gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, she's very intimidating. She's got a cool fun little ring that she fiddles with. Yeah, isn't yeah, that weird? Spinner. Yeah, we like, <laughs> Oh, I feel like maybe we've seen that ring at some point have. before in a previous episode. We saw it in the second episode on your boy. Uh-huh. When he was whipping his lightning around. Yeah, John <laughs> Oh, is that his, his beautiful, his beautiful Pikachu ring? Yeah, it's Zijian. Yeah. She's also Zijian confirmed for fidget spinner. Yeah, Zijian confirmed for fidget spinner. Yeah, it's it's her purple fidget. Yeah. Wait, fidget ring. Oh, whatever. Fidget ring is so good. So, but anyway, she's like so happy to see Zhang Yang first, and then she sees who's behind her. Yeah, she's like, oh god. Yeah, her face goes full on like Ozer. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh god, it's my husband. What do you want? So, like, they come up, and, like, she doesn't really greet him. She just yeah. absolutely goes off on Wei Wuxian, yeah. because she has well, a habit. Yeah, and Wei Wuxian, like, tries to be Mr. Respect Your Mom. Like, he does, like, exactly. a salute, and Zhang Fumian is, like, he makes, like, please for the sake of the children face. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. Because she just ends up... Yeah, like, I've got, I've got down that um, Wei Wuxian, like he, like, he does that, like, Chinese boy where you put your hands together in front of you and kind of buy into the center. And, like, I... You do not see him do that for anyone else in the series, yeah. like ever at all. The, yeah, the, not really. The no. only other time or that we've seen him do it so far was in the second episode when Lan Wangji came out of nowhere and saved yes. him from getting sorted by a child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't get his hair cut off. And I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really good. So yeah, he makes yeah, he's he makes like silent pleading face, like maybe don't be mean to the child disciples, wife, please. No, she's not having with it. She's just not having with Wei Wuxian in general. Like, yeah, this is this is a pretty clear indicator that she uses Wei Wuxian as, like, the scapegoat for everything. Like, she blames everything on him. And now she's vindicated in doing it because he got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That she's sucks. Like- it does. She just tears into John Fumiano. She's like, oh yeah. She's like, you spoiled them. You spoiled our chief disciple. He's out here acting an ass. And who does that? I've never dude, don't don't you try to come at me with my lady? Yeah. Don't you call me that? Yeah, because he keeps like he keeps trying to interject with my lady. Yeah, she's my like, lady. you know what he got going on with the ginseng, and he still does this. You know who the clownery comes back on? The clownery comes back on you, John Fumiano. <laughs> then we get the second cowboy stare down of the episode, and, and she's really about to do something. 
Yeah. Because doesn't she, like, like she's so caress the ring again? She's real mad. Yeah, I think she does, yeah. She's and hot. Then, the, the music, the music is, like, like, ominously. Yeah. During, like, it's her stereodyne, where she's like, fuck, where you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's really about to do it. She's really, And yeah. then Jung Yanli comes in, saves the day. She just takes her hand. Yeah. And she's like, please, mom, chill the fuck out. Yeah. She's like, hey, 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 I hear... Here, John Chuck is doing really good over there. Yeah, he's excelling. Lan Chi Ren praised him. Yeah. Isn't that great? Bless her fucking heart, God. Like, what if instead of being mad at you're not your son, you're happy for your son's son? Yeah! yeah. What, what about that? What if? So, Yonli comes up and she, you know, calms her down, and so she leaves, and then... She leaves with her two servants. Yeah. Yeah. And then Wei Wishan gets to go over and hang out with his, his little, his buddies. I did take one more note for this scene. Y'all notice that many purple people clan have very thick eyebrows, and I feel very seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that one of these kids is just a fat boy. I know he's a chunky boy. Yeah, like he's seen. Like he's just a fat boy, and it's like it's not a joke or anything. It doesn't make it's him just worse there. Than any guys. He's just there. Yeah, being chunky. Fat and purple and favorite. happy. Yeah, and everybody, yeah, everybody's buds. It's they're great. all such happy kids. It's like they're they're all getting equally bullied by Madame Yu, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's uh she's pretty unbiased in uh harassment of yeah. these child soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> and then like we get a shot of John Fumian like looking over at her leaving and like making sad cut face, and <laughs> then what? Oh yeah, the the. The boys start asking Wei Wishan about like meeting Lan Wanji. Oh yeah, and I love yeah, this. This is a, like all this they is can a, talk This is a about. callback to, to earlier in the episode where everyone was like, mm, "Who'd you fancy? Who'd you crush?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Who's your crush? I love this so much because like they're like, I heard you'd freeze to death within three steps of him, and yeah. you know, and Wei Wishan was like, "Are you talking about a monster?" So good because like everybody on Earth treats Lan Wangji like he's either like terrifying yeah. or like too good to be real. But Wei Wushan is the only person on the fucking planet to be like he's just a dude. He's just a man. He's, he's just, just a, a guy. He's a man. He's just a, dude. A he's just the most beautiful man. A beautiful man. Yeah, it's he's, he's the only one who treats him as just another person, and it's so good. It makes me so happy. And then we get a co- we get a commercial, but it's not for. This time? It's for yeah. a travel app. Yeah, oh, it's like a travel ticket. Yeah, Wei Wushan and Zhang Cheng be on their phones. <laughs> yeah, they be on their phones. You notice that this travel app commercial was better and more crisply animated than the rest of the episode? What was that about? <laughs> um, like, you know, maybe they paid more. <laughs> I don't want to be like Gurren Lagann episode four or anything, but God. like... Oh, man. But like this, like the travel app, the colors were super vibrant and the lines were super sharp. And then you went back to the episode and it was like, here's everything else. And I was like, ha! Huh. <laughs> it's, you know, it's media. It's media. It's media. It's media. So that was that. Oh, that was definitely that. Yeah. And then, um, then there's scary red dragonflies everywhere because it's night. Yeah. yeah, what's the deal with the red bugs and why are they flying into the moon? I'm very confused about this. I don't know. It's to set the mood of it being tense and scary and bad to look at. Yeah. yeah. Making it's it the very blood moon. It, yeah. So it's out on this like gazebo out on the water. Like junk tank. Instead of a blood moon, it's a bug moon. Sorry, what? Oh my god. He's been looking for, 
easy yawn. And she's out there being angry by herself. And she, Mood. she he comes up and she's like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, let's get these two a divorce. Please, this God. This is such the type of people so much healthier with a divorce. And then there's this one shot of um, Madame Ewer. She's like making this face. And I don't know whether to call it like the saddest or the most pained or the most annoyed expression I've ever seen in my life, but it's just so obvious that she's been through this shit with boys so many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, so he takes- He's living out- in a time loop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he, so he takes out a little box and he, like, slides it to her in this, like, all right, I'm not gonna force the cat to let me pet it, Blake. Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty And she's like, what you did this for? And he literally just says, like, I just think it's neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's just like, this is useless. Why did you buy me this? Yeah. And they start talking about um, the... They have uh, like a... Engagement. Yeah, they start having like a logo pathos debate about the possible ramifications of forcing a loveless marriage onto your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Madame Yu is like, oh, you mean like this? And yeah. uh, Feng Mian's like, oh, whoops. Well, there's some more... Okay, so, so some nuance with this. Let me... Because this is what I had said before that I was going to put some blame on Pomi here. Mm-hmm. And I, this is the scene I was talking about that I was going to go into detail about it. So so he comes up and he's like, all right. So I talked to Jin Zishuan's dad and we called off the engagement. And Madame Yu is like, what the fuck is your deal? You can't just do that. We've had this arranged forever. I'm best friends with his mom. We've had this going on forever. So that's, you know, her stance has its own problems. Yes. You know, it definitely, I'm not going to completely absolve her. but. The thing, the kind of ongoing theme of the problem that Champion has <laughs> is that he very much kind of just makes decisions and just expects everyone to go along with them. Yeah. And, like, how about I do this? Put yourself mm-hmm. in Madame Yu's shoes, okay? Mm-hmm. You're, Madame, you're married to a dude, right? You've known since before you got married that he had the hots for somebody else. You have known that since forever. Yep. And... He marries you anyway. You still kind of like him because he's handsome. Yeah. So the person he likes goes and dies. A couple years later, he goes out and he comes back and he's got this little dirt gremlin child. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, I found this. This is ours now. By the way, this child is the child of the person I was in love with. Like, didn't consult you on this or anything. Kind of just brought this home. Cool. Like, yeah. you know. So we're doing this now. Doing this now. And then the next thing he does is just raises that child like one of the family, again, without your input. And then he goes and calls off this marriage that you've been wanting to pull off forever without consulting you. So basically, from all the stuff you said, Wei Wushan is the Jon Snow of Jiang Clan? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, he's like, you know, he's 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 not Jiang Feng Mian's bastard son. No. Uh, he does have a pet ghost. He does have a pet ghost. <laughs> Dad That's loves him and his mom hates him because he threatens like her own son's claim to the family throne or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his mom was also completely correct in how he was going to fuck up the family. And I guess he comes back from the dead, which is kind of Jon Snow does that, I guess. So basically, yeah. Jon Snow confirmed. Jon Snow confirmed. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. The thing about you is if you want... See you want- uh, Madam Yu is that uh, she basically thinks that Wei Wushan is the absolute root of all evil. Yeah. Which, like, not completely invalid, but 
also not entirely true. Like, he is the root of some evil, but she really treats him like literally everything is his fault. Like, she takes her anger out on him, like, because of the situation. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is pretty understandable. But also at the same time, you know, she's dealing with an actual human person. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Whose life she's trying to control against her will. That's kind of a thing. So that's the problem. And she gets really mad. Yeah. And she just, you know, she curses him. She curses Wei Wu Shan. You know, yeah. it pretty much sucks. And Wei Wu Shan heard the whole thing. Yep. She's like, someday Wei Wu Shan is really going to do it. And, but who's going to give a shit because you're going to be here to clean up after him no matter what. And then we get like the most dramatic slow mo paths crossing imaginable as she just. God, this scene. Yeah. This yeah, is the most dramatically I've ever seen anyone walk away from a conversation. Like, the music swells. It's in slow motion. We see her reflection in the water in, like, five different scenes. It's just, it's just so much. It's like that video of the entrance of the women in that Indian soap opera. I don't know if you've seen it, where there's just, like, oh a million God, cuts yeah. and it's in slow motion. Sorry. And it's like, D-d-d-d-d-d. but she's walking away instead of walking into the room. And it's just, like fucking iconic cinematography. I don't know if it's good, but it's really? iconic. One other yeah. thing I want to touch on with um, John Fung on being wrong is that it is very much like not cool to treat, you know, one child more favorably than the other. Absolutely. Especially not. when you know that your spouse is kind of not on great terms with the child that you're treating better. Yeah. Like... I'm just saying, he's got his own therapy appointment to make. Oh yeah, I, w- I would, I would say though that you know, Jung Fung, Jung Fung, you know, fucked up here. Um, but also like the way, whenever he says like, "Hey," but to her, like, "What about the children's feelings?" Because you know, yeah. it would really yeah. suck to spend the whole of your life with someone who you don't love. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> right in the yeah. honey nut filios, there, lads. Yeah, um, got him. Yeah, like she's like she's yeah. she she is also very invalid for expecting this marriage to work just because like mm, I arranged it with my best friend like twenty years ago whenever we didn't even know our children like that's pretty fucked like yeah it's all fucked man and Wayang fucks fucked. it the most up deeply um <laughs> but yeah basically the yeah cinematic parallels oh yeah yeah so then yeah, we pan yeah. yeah we pan over across the lake and Wayang's like saw the whole thing. Oh, that makes me so upset. Yeah. yeah. Like, the only thing worse than watching your friend's parents argue is watching your parents argue about you. Yeah. yeah. Like- <laughs> Weighing just, like, for some reason in this entire series, has this habit of hearing people shit-talking him. Yeah. Like being in the wrong place at the wrong time and just listening to, like, people's horrible opinions of him. People love to shit-talk him. People love yeah, to shit Yeah, like, he knows that he's the friend that nobody likes. And that's <laughs> oh. the sucks. Yeah. yeah. That fucking yeah. sucks! So he's stalking back to, you know, where he had been. Yeah, he's listening really to them, and he's really sad about it. Zhang Yanli waiting for him with the tea. Yeah, she's just she's like, sitting down, flicking like... She got the tea. And she's got the tea. And, and you know what? And she literally does have the tea. Yeah. She does have the tea. She sits down and, like, pours him a glass Pours him, pours him a cup. Waiting, like, does he apologize? Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm and it's so sweet and like and, yeah and then she's like she turns her chair back ways and is like let me rap at you yeah um, <laughs> like, like she's she's sad but she knows having to break it off with Jin Zishuan is not the end of the world yeah. and she doesn't blame Wei Wu Shan for it at all and I just yeah she is 
the best possible girl yeah, that I cherish. Uh, she's so good. She's basically like, yeah, I like him, and it'd be nice to marry him, but if he doesn't like me, then who cares? I'm just not that into him. Yeah. Uh, I, like, the fact that he isn't into me makes me kind of not be into him. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's where, you know, people may say that this series is unrealistic for having demonic cultivation in it, but really, I think the most unrealistic part of this is how can anyone possibly be this well adjusted? Like, oh my god, she's so valid and so just, she's just, she's just on it and so healthily approaching this. I'm like, oh my god, what the holy shit? The world does not deserve. I, she's so valid. She's no, the I she's the only know. valid person in this series. Yeah, I would propose. The lie detector determined that was a true. Yep. She's like, oh yeah, she yeah. figures out. She's like, you did. Don't lie about it. He's like, yeah. No, uh. And then yeah, she just she just knows, and she's like, yeah, she it's okay that you started a fight because of me. Like, chill. Like, it's cool. Yeah. I fucking love her so much. Is this a neurotypical <laughs> person that we're looking at? I <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. I think. This scene is also, like, it's not presented in a, like, she knows that he got into a fight because she read the script kind of way. Yeah. Like, in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's presented in a way that she really knows him. Like, yeah, exactly. Fighting. And I love that! It's really good. I know, it's such good characterization. She's she just, just such a him. good character. Yeah, she's great. I want to give her a big old hug. I like, okay, I, I will just, okay, I, I, said, I said I wasn't going to mention any book stuff, but, like, if you know about the book stuff about like how they met and how they their relationship developed i'm just yeah. i'm like on the floor like crying at this point like yeah. emotionally speaking i'm just yeah. look this up right now they just just we'll just pause while scott reads the whole of the novel and then we'll resume <laughs> um, <laughs> podcast it's going to take 3 weeks off of work right now it's good yeah good oh, is yes. the thing I'm yeah. just gonna go. I'm gonna go back on disability to read. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, and then yeah. So so he Wei Wuxian like talks smack about Jin Zhuang for a minute, and then like it pans and there's this like transition from one piece of scenery to the next where there's like a Jin robe hanging on like a handrail or something, and you see Jin Zhuang <laughs> in his room and he just sneezes. I'm assuming there's some kind of thing yeah, in it's, like, so it's like Chinese where if they're talking about yeah. you, you sneeze. It's, yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. Yeah, it's like yep. a Chinese superstition. Yep. Huh. Yep. Okay. So basically, what this is saying is that they spent the whole night bitching about how awful Jin Zichuan <laughs> is. Yeah. Oh, so she really is that. coming in with the tea, right? Zhang <laughs> Yongwei, a drama channel. So then it's daytime, and then we get to see the seasons change. And I can't, I'm so fucking brain poisoned because, like, anytime I see a scene where we go through all of the seasons, it makes me think of this Rugrats episode where, like, oh my it God, shows me outside, exactly yeah, it shows me outside of somebody's house and it goes through all the seasons and, then, like, Stu Pickles walks inside and is like, crazy weather we've been having this week. Yeah. So I just think of that every single time and I'm like, oh, I'm imagining it's just, it's not actually a year and it's like five oh. days and. John Chen comes back after a couple of days because he got kicked out because, like, I mean, he's if he's Sam Canning, like, probably what happened was Hoison gave him, like, a mood emoji pin and, or a mood emoji talisman, so the cloud recess is TSA, patted him down, and then he got kicked out. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, 
<laughs> it's an entire year later, and Wayne Sean sees them boys on the docks, and you know what he does immediately? He makes the sweetest face. He's so he excited. Does. He's so excited. Well, it's very pure. Oh wait, right before that though, he's out hunting with his Bart Simpson slingshot. Oh yeah, he gets he gets a pheasant and it dies very loudly and dramatically. Yeah. Wait, is this whole town. time uh in the series when Wei Wuxia has been like going on about how great he is at hunting pheasants? I did not expect that he hunts pheasants with a fucking slingshot. Yeah, I know. Like a little guy I... or something, like Zelda style. I you know what I did the think? gun. A gun. <laughs> Imagine the gun. Wayne get gun. Why? Hey, what if uh, we should get gun? Where we should get gun? Where we should get gun? I think we're gonna watch the, the season two, and the like. Stingy and Tiger Seal is just gonna turn out to be a gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean the Stingy Tiger Seal has to like control things, so I think I think yeah, he controls that. things what, by what holding them at gunpoint. God. <laughs> Wait, was Sean get? I mean, they did get phones during the advertisement. They did get phones during the advertisement. And they ice cream. Very, they got ice cream. They always get ice cream. There's always ice cream. Ice cream, cream iPod, same thing. Yeah. Um, I scream anyway. So yeah, uh, Jiang yeah, Chang is home home from boarding yeah. school, right? Yeah, yes. he's home. He, he gets yeah, his like boat captain guy is like, hey, get up, and he wakes up and does a little stretchy because he's sleepy. He's a cute boy. He's my son. Yeah. And when Wishon sees it from across town, he makes the happiest, cutest face I've ever uh, seen. It's so, like, genuinely delighted. It's so uh-huh. sweet. I love him. And so, he's cool so ways full to of prank love. your bro. Yeah. Cool ways to prank your bro. Cool Fucking you drown bro. yourself. Yeah. It's a classic. Just water May we Wishon so, find uh, dead in Lotus Pier. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's jackass. So uh, It is jackass. Yeah. I liked out. when he was making the bubbles in the water, and I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the ship comes across him, and he face down in the water to troll and meme his brother. Yeah. Does he, I forget how he gets up. Does he, like, spit water in his face, or does he just splash it? He, he just does a big it, splash. He glomps yeah. the boat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He <laughs> and then, yeah, he, he gets onto the boat, and... Jackson gets to smile and laugh, and it's so cute and sweet. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. I know he I love it. it. I love that he like can't help but let himself laugh along. Maybe Sean's dumbass antics before yeah. he like forces himself to put the serious boy face back on. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess he's been in the cloud recesses for the last nine months or whatever. So, like, this is probably mm-hmm. the first time he's seen anyone smile in nine months. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He smiles for the first and- time in his life. Yep. I wonder, yeah. I, I wish, I wonder what that was like for him. I know, I want to see. Probably really boring. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to keep himself in like, check. I know, like, as annoying, like, and Wei Wishan is fucking annoying and never shuts up, but I feel like whenever, like, he gets kicked out of the cloud recesses and then, like, all the, like, Landsat guys and, like, the, like, Nia Hai Sang and Zhang Chang are sliding around mm-hmm. and that someone's probably just like, damn, it's so quiet. Yeah, I know, right? But Nia Song is kind of like a fun guy. I mean, he's got his priorities in line. He brought porn there. He did. He did bring porn. He probably brought weed. Oh, come on. Hell yeah, Yeah. he brought weed. He has to. Nia Song is the bomb culprit of Clyde Recessions. That's true. That's why he wears green. Wow. Duh! <laughs> green. Anyway, so he gets up onto the boat and they start talking about uh, how the other, like, John disciples are practicing their archery because the, the discussion conference is in a hot minute and it's at the Wen's house. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, we're going to Chishan yeah. Wen, and I'm sure nothing will happen. Oh yeah, no, nah, we'll be it's not like Yeah, it's not like we get a shot of the Nightless City, which is the Wen's house. It looks completely imposing as shit, and it looks really cool. Yeah, don't worry about that. They're going to the Nightless City. They're it's going New, to York? New York. It's the city that never sleeps. The Nightless City. Oh wow. shit, Jesus. I wanna be a part of it. Okay, right. So, like, you know, when they inevitably dub this into English, they better give the Wednesday New York accents. Come on! Ah! Everybody's Joey Wheeler! Hey, Jack Bingman, I'm walking here. Oh, God! We love it! We love it! Oh, God. And that's the episode. That's (laughs) it. That's it, folks. You, you love it. Nice. You love nice. it. You love it. So, do we have some questions for this uh, week? Well, before we get to the questions, do you want to do the Jesse McMinute? Yeah, let's do the Jesse McMinute. <laughs> so, you want to start your timer? Yeah, let me start my timer. Scout, do you have anything you wanted to talk about on the Jesse McMinute? Because I have a topic. I just wanted to see if you wanted to have. I already did that, and you didn't do it. What? No! <laughs> I for the Jesse Whoa. No, because that's, that's Hanzo's show. I'm teasing you! Well, okay, so we're restarting the Jesse yeah. McMinute. What am I talking about? What have you got? What? What are, what are we talking about today? What am I talking about today? Scout. Scott. Scott. I <laughs> would like you to speak about Jesse McCree's cooking ability, please. <laughs> All right, wow. let's do this. Okay, so you know as a man who's been on the run for a long time, and with the uh, background that I think he was raised in, which is definitely not canon, but which is something that I just like to think about. I think that Jesse McCree is an excellent cook. His skills lie more in cooking than in baking, which is understandable because, you know, might not have that much time to bake while he's on the run. But I think he can cook the fuck out of anything. And I think he's great making Mexican food because I think that's partly where some of his roots are from. Uh, I think that he makes fucking phenomenal chili. I think that he can scrape together a decent meal out of pretty much anything he has on hand because when when you have a lifestyle like that, you have to be resourceful. I think that he is a treasure and he's always, uh, he always does the team things and they love it. That's it. It's 11.45. Yeah. Good job. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Nice. That was the McMinute. Thank you for letting me have my McMinute every week. I appreciate y'all. Not that you have a say in it. Yep. <laughs> me? Baby cat, baby cat is, uh, she's rolling around. Oh, baby cat's over rolling around. She's got her tummy up in the air. Good. Yeah. Anyway, questions. folks, questions time. Questions. If you have questions, you can resourcespod.tumblr.com. Or cloudrecessespod at gmail.com or Twitter at cloudrecess, you get one pod. Yeah, Scout, you sent in a lot of questions uh, in the recent past, but I think since you're here, I'm going to save those for when you're not here. That's fine. And I thought I had one more than this, but I was wrong. So we've got one question and then we can revisit. I'll let us revisit Scout's ongoing Pokemon questions. I'm smiling like a fucking goon right now. Yeah. yeah. So we have a question Thank God. that I'm specifically giving to Ray to answer because <laughs> I would rather die than answer this. And if Scout wants to chime in, they're more than welcome <laughs> to. I don't know what Sarah's opinion on this particular media property is, but... If it's on Overwatch, I have none because the only place that Overwatch exists for me is on Fallon's Twitter, so carry on. 
No, nope, right. not Overwatch, thank you. All right, so this question Back comes five. in. This question comes in from PR the Disaster, who asks, because I'm a Homestuck enabler, what's everyone's class base? Oh, fuck. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I took some notes for this. I took some notes for this. Whew. So. I'm going to open the uh, fireball. <laughs> I'm God, gonna, I wish that were me. I'm going to just go down the list of the, our main four boys, okay? And I'm going to be relatively brief about it. Uh, I'm not going to give detailed explanations because, like, if you know, you know. That's it. Uh, so for Wei Wushan, I want to say he's either Doom or a Breath player. He's maybe a Mage of Breath, which means he, you know, has a mastery and a complete understanding of, like, life and freedom and fucking whatever. Or a Prince of Doom. Like, Prince of Doom would be fucking sick. He also hey. might be a blood player, depending on what uh, way we, what kind of way we shot the talking about. Lumwok G, definitely a light player. Uh, Knight of Light, most likely. Weaponizing knowledge and enlightenment, you know, I feel like that would be fucking sick. Uh, I think John Chang is a either, like, yeah, he's a Doom player. Like, it, Doom represents death or limits or failure, cynicism or fear. Like, he's probably an heir of Doom. Like, that's fucking metal. And uh, Nye Huaisong is definitely a Void player. He represents, you know, lack of knowledge or secrets. <laughs> Maybe a thief of Void or a page of Void. That's, oh those God. are my uh, opinions. <laughs> Scout, do you, I, uh, do you have yeah. any opinions? Yeah, do you want to come up with one for your boy, LXC? Yeah, I have two selections. Okay. Based on aesthetics completely. I just want to pull up these pictures. Um, I'm doing this. I'm doing this on the fly, but Chichen would definitely be either a blood or a heart. Player. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. as either, far either as like a blood, life, or heart. You know? I'm heart. Yeah, I think. I wish that this picture would be bigger so I could see it without my glasses. Um, I think that he could possibly be aesthetics alone uh, a Vriska of blood. Oh my God. A Vriska of blood. <laughs> A thief, a thief of blood? Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't see any of these things because they're just so small. Um, Briska, Briska, Briska of blood. And then I'm kind of going. Um, I'm kind of going rage for my little my little little man of Jin Yang. Okay, I'm yeah. interested mm. in it, and I feel very. You know what? Based on aesthetics alone, I'm kind of feeling like roguely. Roguely. Rogular. Rogue for whom? Jin Leung. Okay. Okay. I can see him in this little mask. I like that. Yeah. That would I be really cute. do enjoy that. That'd be really cute. I just want one of these characters to be a page because I want to see the underwear. God. I just, oh, man. It's got to be a... Oh, Woo! my God. <laughs> oh, man. I have to cut that because it's spoilers, but... <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, oh yeah, our next, yeah, so the, the ongoing scoop question of Pokemon types. We got a couple new folks today. Yeah. We got a whole family full of new folks. Oh, yes. Who what? Like See, it. now I'm just thinking about how, like, ghost and dark types are, like, the purplest Pokemon. Purplest Pokemon! Poison. Poison is poison also too. very purple. And poison. But like, but like, if 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 we take colors out of it, then like, you know, um, what's her face? Madame Yu is gonna be probably fighting type. Absolutely. I feel like she could be. I feel like she could be fighting, but she's electric. Oh yeah, I would say uh, absolutely. Yeah. F- fighting yeah. an electric. I think Zhang Fengnya is like water, maybe. I like that. It's very I'm cool. into He's that. like. Yeah. I mean, he he is the you know the sort of 
technically, theoretically speaking, even though that I'm used with the real master of Lotus Pier, he's supposed to be the master of Lotus Pier. But like, he's just he's just so chill, and I feel like water types are one of the chillest types. Yeah, yeah. That's John Lee, I feel like is grasser you know what i'm gonna say something i think that she would be grass or fairy i think that she would definitely no matter what have a balloon on her team i love that and she would focus on healing pokemon yeah on like having pokemon that can like actively heal i like that i think that that would be her (gasps) steez for madam you this pokemon galvantula is kind of purple he has some purple, and he's electric. Piter! I love the Piter. I had Very a Galvantula cute. on my Pokemon Black team, and she was excellent. And I love her, and I miss that team. That was a really good team. It's a good game. I uh, love it. I just love that ongoing question so much. It's the question love, that keeps on giving. It's so good. Oh, yeah. God, we're going to have so many <laughs> next time. Anyway. Holy fuck, I'm screaming. We're going to spend like 30 minutes on the Pokemon team. Oh, below. my God. So that's, that's, that's questions. That's questions, um, folks. I guess that's going to pretty much be it. That's podcast? That's yeah. Or, well, you know what? I have a question for all, if you wouldn't mind. We spent a good, probably the first 25 minutes of this episode talking about clothing. <laughs> Out of all of the characters who have shown themselves so far, who is your favorite in terms of costume design? Oh, man. I actually, um, and I didn't, I didn't notice this until I watched the last episode. This isn't a spoiler uh, because you already said that. Uh, yeah. When it cuts from uh, past times where you shan to like present times where you shan, and mm. like just seeing the difference between his costume as he is as uh, what's his face Mo mm-hmm. Yu and as you know OG original necromancer Wei Wushan. Um and I really like I actually really like Mo Yu's costume and the layers he has. I like it too. He's, it's very good. He's got like cute leggings. I like it. Yeah, I yeah, I think- like he he actually he has like actual trousers, and I think yeah. there's like so in like two or three episodes time, whenever some shit goes down, that we actually we see, uh, where we shine, and like he has trousers on. I'm like, ah, oh, nice, mm-hmm. like two legs, yeah. not one rope, two legs. Did <laughs> I like it? I also like it because if I do have one very fun fact about like Chinese historical costume is that um, like trousers uh, are a big part of it. Which is only happens because like the Mongols invented trousers to the so that they could go on horses, and mm. then the Mongols yeah. invaded Manchuria, and then the Manchuria invaded China, and then like that's how like trousers became like a thing. And it's just it's all so interesting if you like read up on like Qing Dynasty like Chinese historical garments and how it's all based on like horse riding, despite the fact that they're like those guys never actually rode horses, but it's all because of the Mongols. And you know, just Google it yourself. It's really interesting. That's wow. all I have to say. Hell yeah. That's very interesting. How about you, Scoop? Out of everybody who's um, shown up so far. I know the answer. So, I know what Scoot's going to say, and I'm excited. What do you think I'm going to say? Jin Leon. <laughs> well, that's the obvious answer. Yeah. But What's the, less the correct answer? answer. It's actually this guy. And I'm not going to say this character's name out loud because I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm pretty sure it's this oh. one. Oh, Lung Sishui? Yeah, okay. and if it's not this one, I'm going to be really embarrassed. We can call him Lan Yuan. I, <laughs> no, his baby it, it's either him or or his friend. Jing Yi? At one point, stops wearing the bottom half of his robe and only wears pants to fight. And I was like, ha! <laughs> interesting! <laughs> and then, like, it, 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 we and get a pants shot. 
<laughs> yeah, we get like they don't they it's really quick shots and like it's almost like blink if you miss it. I'm like, is that person wearing pants? It's like trying to spot and, a and, side boob. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to spot a side boob as it turns out. I'm really interested in the lawn sex clothes. And that's why like at the beginning I was like, ooh, Lan Si Chen's my favorite boy. Mm. And and I'm still very like Lan Si Chen is very close to my heart because I really like their outfits. I think the fact that they do a lot of layering is very interesting. I think the fact that they have the most textures and the most the most like patterning mm. on their outfit is very interesting. And they have the most like hair variations is very interesting to me. But Jin Liang is the best character. I also really like his uh, costume a lot. And my favorite thing about Lan Sek is their little hats. <laughs> yeah. I love, their, I love their little special bun toppers. Everyone gets something cool. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, uh, actually another favorite thing, which uh, uh, happens a lot during this episode, um, which is specifically to do with the Jiang sect. Um, but like, we get a lot of like close-ups on like their little uh, belt uh, obi parts, yeah! and they've got like little yeah. bells. Ding- they've got yeah. little dingle dangles hanging. Yeah, and I just really like the emphasis on that, and I think it's very thematically important. It's, I know it's so it happens good. to be important. What if yeah. it was truck nuts? Wow. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goodbye, folks. Think about a jank sack chart nuts. I yeah. Oh, oh, just consider. <laughs> I'm hanging up on this call. Oh, before you plug yourself, we got to plug myself before I mug myself. Yeah, Ooh. that's the episode, circular. folks. That's the episode, folks. Yep. Uh, thank you. I want to say thank you to Noisepace.xyz for hosting us. Yay! I want to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. I want to thank you guys for inviting me on and making me watch this series multiple times and read an entire You're novel welcome. in two weeks. Yay. Oh, baby, you know you will. Right? So where can we find y'all on the internet machine? Uh, yeah, you, you can find me at Sarah McCostumes. Sarah has an H. McCostumes has two Cs. Uh, just go for it. You'll find me. I'm great. I do costume stuff. I also happen to do a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, it's called Pod of Greed, and it's very good. That's all it's, it's a noise space joint. It's technically not a noise space oh, joint, is it but we are we are we are affiliated with noise space. Ah. So we're like instead of being brother sister podcasts, we are cousin podcasts. Okay, okay. so you're kind of you're kind of the the way we shot to John Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, and you know, um, uh, Matt GameCube is really jealous of uh, you guys for uh, paying more attention to me than you're actually. You know, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Oh no! You gotta you gotta reverse it because Matt's Matt's the exactly so so that explains why Scott yeah Scott where can we find you? Uh, my Twitter is at Alderani A L D E R A A N I uh, where I regularly make a fool out of myself and talk about uh, being depressed and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, we are all. I I have two other podcasts. I have two other podcasts. Uh, they take forever to come out because I spent $55,000 on a useless degree, so I pretend that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, one of them is called Original Character Do Not Steal. I talk to people about their original characters. Uh, Fallon was on it one time. Mm-hmm. Sarah has an episode coming up. Uh, Roy is going to be the next episode when I uh, finish it. Oh, yeah. uh, 
It's good. Um, I have a second podcast that I do with my friend Amanda. It's called Unlimited Blade Jerks. It's about uh, the good, ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the good anime of uh, fate or the medium anime, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's good. it has one episode right now. It's rec I recorded the second one. I'll edit it eventually. You know, it'd be like that. Hell yeah. I'm trying. I'm just trying. We're, We're all just trying. All That's just what trying. life is about. Yeah. In this big, nasty world. We all just all right, is here. the podcast over? Almost. Yeah. Almost. Um, you can find us on social media. I am Roy. You can find me on Twitter and basically nothing else at Semper Funny. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to hear me goof about this media property some more and occasionally retweet some things that you aren't probably going to want on your feed in public, mm. um, you can also follow me at Yeeling Hypebeast. I love it. How about you, Ray? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at America's Burden, and I also have a separate uh, MDZS sidewalk now that I just made a couple days ago. Uh, it's at Cool Purple Uncle. <laughs> I also love that's, it. Uh, that's our beat. Hell yeah. Uh, come join us in our Discord channel. We have a that. We'll uh, post a link to it. Yeah, yeah. link in, in the episode description as usual. Yeah, like, subscribe, rate, give us some ratings and reviews. That'd be good. That helps yeah, us please. get out there. Please, Lord. Oh, shit. I haven't done that yet. Oh, my God. Come on. Do that. Do yeah, you? It's good. So, yeah, it'll help us get out there. We, you know, I know, I know this is a bit of a niche uh, podcast. I mean, this podcast specifically got me into this media property. So I think that, you know, this podcast is where it's at. This is the yeah. seed that blossoms into a beautiful internet community, and we're all yeah. we will all we will cultivate a fan base in English for this. Yeah. We're cultivating. Yeah. But anyway, you know what we say at the end of every episode. For Thanks for tuning in. See ya. For Bye.